You have arrived. You have now entered the Kush Life. Welcome to the Kush Life podcast, where we explore the Oklahoma medical marijuana community. From growers to dispensary owners, it's the Kush Life for us. All right, welcome to the Kush Life podcast. Hi, my name is Marshall. We're journeying together through Oklahoma medical marijuana. And uh, I can't ask Katie because Katie's not here. But uh, we've got some special guests that just stopped by the bazaar. We're going to record some podcasts. Uh, please introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. My name is Pepper Hernandez. I'm a naturopath and cannabis therapy consultant and also the CEO and founder of the Cannabis Holistic Institute. You can find me all over social media as well as YouTube and all the other good things. And I have my great friends along with me. Okay, introduce your friends. Well, I'll let them do their own introductions because they're so wonderful and special. Um, actually, we're here with the booth with the Oklahoma Women's Cannabis Association. So we have the president and another board member here. And so I'll let them introduce themselves because they're fabulous. Perfect. And, and you can't see them, but they're absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> Just gorgeous. Yes. Thanks you so much, guys, for coming by. Thank you, Pepper. Thank you so much. Um, my name is Carissa Rowe. I'm vice president of the Oklahoma Women Can Association. We are a not-for-profit organization designed to bring together women and non-men in the cannabis sector and peripheral industries um, to help empower those people in their pursuit of um, their endeavors to benefit patients in our in our great state. And uh, I really appreciate being brought onto the show. It's a lot of excitement here at the event today. We're just rolling with everything at this point. Hi, you guys. Uh, my name is Nikki Weed. I am the president of Oklahoma Women Can Association, the uh, oldest women's cannabis nonprofit in Oklahoma. Uh, looking to restructure, revamp, and get things rolling so that we can really help service the community uh, and, and support and empower women within the cannabis uh, industry. So, I can't wait to relaunch and see everybody and meet everybody as well. All right. So I, I actually do know who you are just from the different people that have come on and said you're going to be here. And I've got all kinds of, I'm known for horrible, bad, bad dad jokes. So I've got all kinds of dad jokes ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> We'd I love really, to hear that. I, I, love told to hear Katie, that. I told Katie I was going to ask you, were we supposed to always still drink at 10, 2, and 4? That's the My bad. I don't understand. I don't get it either. It's <laughs> the old Dr. Pepper campaign. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, for God's sake. Okay, I got you now. Okay, I'm in your zone. I get it. I get it. I'm that just glad bad. I'm not the only one being made fun of for my name for once. Oh, I wasn't making fun of her. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's all name. in fun. About that. It's all in fun. I totally get it. Yeah. It, it's a very unique name. Thank it you. Yeah. Thank you. I've just recently, in the last decade or so, gotten used to it and actually liked it. So, so my now, name, my cool name growing up was Marty. So I understand oh. a tough time because of Back to the Future. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. Marty. That's yeah. a great name. Not if you've always got hit on the back of the head. <laughs> no. Yeah, that 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 part would suck. No, people wanted to be Biff, and I was supposed to be Marty. It was not a fun experience. No, that doesn't sound great. No, it wasn't great. No. So I, but it built wonderful character. No, right? oh, didn't it? <laughs> didn't it? it did. And it made all your hats fit funny for the rest of eternity. <laughs> I still have a thing to this day. If you want to piss me off, just tap Why me am? on the back I'm of the head. Well, I won't do that right that now. Fire. No, we promise not to. <laughs> okay, so I got to ask an obvious question. 
uh, just because I'm a male, right? Why, why is it women only? Well, and honestly, with everything that's shifting and changing around, uh, that's actually something that I wouldn't mind uh, kind of addressing as well is being a little bit more inclusive. Like, you know, it's first of all, first of all, can I say too that women have really had the uh, the short end of the stick uh, socially and and definitely within business. There's rampant issues with sexual harassment and abuse and so forth. Uh, so women really do need a safe place to go to where they know that they are encouraged, empowered, and supported. And that's what OWCA aims to do for women. The other part of it that I wouldn't mind opening up to is, uh, you know, being inclusive of the uh, uh, secure men who are just as supportive of empowered women. Um, we don't really have much room for egos, you know, or, or greed or, you know, just that, that toxic type of uh, mentality. Um, but yes, being inclusive is, is part of OWCA's mantra as well. Most so, assuredly. So what is the overall vibe? What we're looking to do as an organization is to bring together um, individuals who are seeking to educate patients in Oklahoma and in surrounding states as they open up legalization and they yes. open up medical programs for their, um, for their residents. And it's important to, oh, I pulled away from the mic. It's important to uh, provide a platform that's specific to women because it's so often that we're overlooked in an industry that's dominated mm -hmm. a lot of times by very strong male presences. Um, and when you are in a position that is led with male energy, which is very strong and sometimes very aggressive, it can be hard to assert your own value and your own worth in that situation. And what we hear over and over and over again when we talk to women in this industry in particular is that they don't feel heard. Yes. And so what we want to do, the vibe that we want to provide is a vibe that listens, a hearing communicative place where we can have you come to us and tell us what you need to be successful and we can help provide that to you, give you the connections that help you reach the next level. And it can be a lot of... It can be daunting to go ask for that as a woman. So yeah. you want a safe space to come say, hey, can you help me out? You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. All right. So, Dr. Pepper, tell us, why are you involved with them? Because they're fabulous women. And I love what they're <laughs> dedicating their time to do and their focus and their energy. I, and I appreciate them for even reaching out to ask me to be a part of that. Because I look up to these women who are on the board because they're so powerful in each and every space that they represent. And so to, to be asked to be a part of that on the kind of the medical cannabis educational piece or end of that was just an honor. So, of course. Uh the honor is ours. That is completely 100%. I'm over here saying, I'm not worthy. This is wonderful. Katie, I asked the question. We have wonderful Dr. Pepper. I asked the question. She'll never get away with it. The two, the three thing? Oh, I had no idea. It went over my head. He's so we precious. tried to protect her from the terrible dad joke. Yeah. Yeah, my dad joke. Dad jokes. That's exactly what that was. So what type of doctor are you? Good question. So I have a couple doctorates, actually. The first is in naturopathic medicine, and the second is in transpersonal psychology. 
So I utilize both of them to yeah. help a person I'm gonna interrupt find you. their illness and discomfort. There's also a joke on the podcast. That, oh, hell. That oh, I, God. Come, I come from the short bus. So I, I don't fully understand everything that you just said. Bless so your heart. I want to break it down Layman's a terms. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. So naturopathic medicine is simplified as helping someone look at natural remedies for their discomfort or their ailment. Okay, so that could be herbs that could change their food, that could be an emotional stability, all of those things. Everything having to do with pretty much the opposite of what we've been trained and taught and thought of from MDs or allopathic. It's not pharmaceuticals. There are other ways to heal. Your okay. face looks no, still like I'm confusing you. Absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> okay. not. That's really my journey. Oh, wonderful. Okay, so, okay. So, so that was a face of, of connection it was, yes, then. Yes, it was a face okay. of connection. I, I started into cannabis just only a couple of years ago trying to deal with depression. I didn't understand why this cloud was always over me, right? But then as I got out of my cloud, and that's what's so fun about Pat, when, when he sat down a couple of weeks ago, I was able to tell him how much XJ13 helped me. Um, and then as my cloud got away, I realized that I had messed up my body. And I didn't realize it until about a year and a half ago, uh, I had spinal stenosis. And so my my spine collapsed itself and cut off all the nerves to my legs. And I'm, I'm just now in the process of regrowing muscle through most part of my back and, well, all of my legs. Like, uh, so I, my mom asked me once we figured it out and I'd started my therapy, she asked me, well, what are you doing? Are you taking pain meds? I said, no, Mom, I'm not. And she goes, good. Yep. Cool. And we just left it at that. Oh, that's so you wonderful know, I, and supportive. Yeah, I, I, I've always tried to use just natural things. I, I, I go to a stretch therapist. He's the one that figured it out. Fantastic. He's the one that's always been working with me. Um, I try and always cook with you know herbs or try different things to, to help my body with the inflammation, with the pain, with the headache, you know, everything associated with it. So, no, I... It was a connection. Good. Uh, look. Good. I mean, wonderful. I, that's exactly, I think, the way I've I basically have tried to live my life. In a sense. So, oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Good to hear. Yeah. And what was the second one? <laughs> the second one is transpersonal psychology. So the understanding of the mind and how it creates disease and disailment within the body. Because some things are psychosomatic. Some things are emotional connection to a discomfort that... A person can, you know, create a physical trauma within the body and then the cells the need people, the healing. The people that are always sick and always just talk about being sick, they're always sick because they always are talking about being sick. That's a piece of it, yes. yes. Well, and storing trauma is also, uh, you know, the, the, the body keeps score, so to speak, uh, you know, where trauma doesn't necessarily always just leave the body. It may appear to be a little bit different. Uh, but it, it doesn't actually ever really fully go away uh, until it's it's healed directly. And if you don't mind for a moment, I wouldn't mind kind of interjecting and introducing another OWCA board member, Adriana Laws. So I'm going to give up my seat so that she can uh, definitely sit and introduce herself. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, please sit down. Please sit down. Love your hair. 
Thank you. Hi, guys. Hi. Um, I'm Adriana, um, probably the newest OWCA board member. Um, but I'm really excited about what we have going on, ready to get to work, connect with the community. Um, my name is Adriana Laws, and that's actually what I do. I'm a community organizer. Um, I work in politics. I'm an activist, and I work in cannabis. So connecting with people is what I'm all about. We're really, Absolutely. really excited to have someone to help bridge the gap because activism is such a key component of everything that cannabis should be touching. We should be doing everything we can to repair the damage done by the war on drugs and the damage done by improper healing and improper balance in our lives. So I'm excited about it. Absolutely. Yeah, that's cool. And politics? Yes. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, I do consulting on political campaigns, uh, field organizing, um, strategizing, a lot of things. So I'm working on a few campaigns right now. Um, I actually like just had a training last night where I trained 15 people that I hired to go out and phone bank. So they all better be working right now. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I've got two mayoral uh, campaigns right now, a, govern a governor campaign and Potentially some city council coming oh, nice. soon. Congratulations. Um, yeah, thanks. That's awesome. Thanks. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, so what's your thoughts? Can can the mind control the body and tell it to heal or tell it to get sick? Hmm. That's deep. <laughs> it's blunt. <laughs> That's what I do for a living. Yeah, <laughs> like, what's the best for a living? <laughs> Absolutely. Huh. Does the Absolutely. mind control the body? I think... Well, sure, because I believe in manifesting, right? Like, if you know, people who know, you know, who I am, they know, like, a couple years ago, I was literally at the bottom of the bottom, and I feel like I manifested the life that I wanted for myself, and I do believe in that. I believe in speaking things into existence. I believe in energy, and so, I mean... Maybe if you have cancer or something, you can't just tell it to go away. But, you know, I think it all depends on what wellness is <laughs> I'm like, I beg to differ you. here. Oh, really? Know. Please educate yeah. me. I'm all about it. Well, I had a cancer scare about six years ago, and many people know this. And I was, I did not mean to interrupt you, no, beautiful you woman. Um, but I was able to completely reverse that, plus heal my hormones with the power of my mind as well as juicing cannabis. I did it for a year and was is completely cancer-free. I don't have to go on any type of chemo or radiation. I didn't have to do any of those kind of things. And I'm just super grateful to Humboldt County um, for the, the community there, for, for sure. the outreach and the um, that they just gave me leaves and, and allowed me to juice organically. A community. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Well, you said you juiced cannabis. Yes. Yes. Walk me through that. <laughs> well, so I was, I'm a big juicer. I was a raw foodist for, you know, for a very long time, over a decade. And so it was only natural for me to utilize my plants because I grow. Um, I have for a very long time just to take the leaves off the plants, especially because you leaf plants during a certain season of their life, right? What do you do with them? Most growers throw them away. Or, you know, if they want to, they can make something out of them. So I was just juicing mine, and I decided to absolutely do a very regimented, scheduled four ounces a day, every single day for a year 
to prove to myself that I could balance my own hormones and mm-hmm. not have to go back to my friends who were the physicians who were encouraging me to do chemotherapy and, um, you know, basically flooding my mind with the fear of cancer. And I decided to, uh, I don't suggest that to anyone without help from a naturopath or a therapy consultant. Um, but I trusted in the universe and trusted that I could do it. And sure as shit, I did. I'm with I'm with Dr. Pepper on this. That is super dope. <laughs> <laughs> that is super dope. I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, I laughed no. so I laughed too hard too. <laughs> so sorry yeah that's cool that was a super great comment yeah Yeah. it is super dope it is yeah Uh, how long ago was this uh it was a handful of years ago now it's been maybe six years ago it was prior to the whole cbd explosion so at that time even though i was deep into my studies of terpenes and cannabinoids and the cannabis fingerprint and understanding how it works with different body systems, I was still yet to have access to a CBD tincture or anything like that. So at that time, the only option for someone like myself was to do an RSO, which we know is Rick Simpson oil or a concentrate. Um, And I was a full-time physician, so there was no way I could do that without being super heady. I mean, I tried it for a minute and (laughs) and had to reschedule a shit ton of clients. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so uh, my, uh, you know, my assistants were like, Dr. Hernandez, you got to do something different. And I was like, yes, I, I believe I do. So I went the juicing route and um, I was, I had it, that also took a, a couple um, weeks of trial and error because yeah. I was super sensitive. And so, um, and this is outdated, this terminology is outdated, but indica dominant cultivars, linalool, terpene rich mercine rich those were the strains and cultivars i was going towards where the you know sativa dominant which is all an outdated term um those i could not consume on a regular basis because of my nervous system because i've also used cannabis to help my nervous system for the last 20 years with epileptic seizures which is a whole nother story yeah i think that's an important education component that people get when they talk to you about cannabis therapy is there's not knowledge of the differentiation in the varietal of cannabis used to make the RSO or FICO and how that treats individual disease pathologies. Good point, yes. It's really, really important that if you aren't using medicine that your body responds well to, you are not going to get the same benefit of healing out of it. And very many makers of medicine don't understand that fully yet. And it will be great when patients and producers alike are able to produce medicine that's engineered towards specific illnesses and towards towards an individual patient. Yeah, right? I absolutely agree with you. Yeah. And, and that's what I, I really hope that the guys here at SureWave can get their little app finished yeah. out yeah. and that we can be able to pick out because that's what I've, you know, I've been pretty open. A lot of this podcast is really has been my journey, right? Like, Mm-hmm. I wasn't familiar with cannabis. I needed to familiarize myself so that I could know how to treat myself. Mm-hmm. Right? And so that's been a lot of the journey is trying to figure out what strains do what, uh, what mm-hmm. where do I meet the need of my body so that I can, you know, take care of the pain. Um, how, how do I handle all the things that go on in life? That's, that's been this journey, uh, figuring it out. And I, when they said that on the podcast, I went, I, would lo- I mean, yeah, that would be a dream. That I can have a prescription mm-hmm. per se written out in a sense of what exact terpenes I could use, mm-hmm. and it depends on you know of course it depends on which uh, which dispensary you would go to, 
you know, there might be oh, something that, you know, of course. So it's going to be, right, it's, it's pretty in-depth. And then but, you yeah. go to application methods and dosage and the amount and all of those things also take need to be in, taken into consideration. So it's a fun science. We have so much going on. And I've been geeking out for over a decade, but I, I get your vibe. But but I'm with you. I, I made some costly mistakes, too. <laughs> I think we all have. If we've been into the cannabis world for longer, than, well, heck, even the newbies, you know. But the connoisseurs, the ones who have been around for decades, or it was in our bloodstream when we were born, we still have that. Because you made it. You think RSO, you think, oh, I, that one was okay. I'm just going to do just a little bit more. This oh, time. I have the best RSO and that, story. And that just Ooh. a little bit more RSO. Woo! <laughs> yeah, just, just a enough. little bit more. Just enough. Yeah. Yeah. Microdose. Always microdose anything new. Mm-hmm. I thought I was a big yes, tell tough. Tell us your story. I thought I was a big tough person that I could handle it. My, I am a patient. You, it resonated earlier when you said, you know, you treated your mental anguish first and then realized you had physical pain to deal with. And it was the same for me. I didn't even know I was medicating. I was just using illegal weed because we were trying to determine if it was medicine for my partner at the time. He wanted to get off of opiates. And so I was just using it next to him. And all of a sudden my head was getting better and I was using it on purpose to help my head. And then when I got my head right, I was able to get my body right. And part of the problem in getting my body right was you have to get your cannabinoids both ways for both receptors. You need to inhale it and you need to eat it. And I wasn't eating it because I didn't feel the effect. And so I didn't think that it worked for me. I didn't understand at that time that I was still getting the cannabinoids and terpenes that I needed and that the head change or the body high was not what I needed. I needed the medicine. And so I didn't smoke and I didn't eat because I couldn't smoke. And I wound up really sick in a psych ward. Yeah. And when I came out of the psych ward, I was still using it for my head and I hadn't started using it for my body yet. And so I was just eating RSO like crazy, telling people like, oh, RSO doesn't work. I don't process edibles like I they don't work for me, but I have to eat them. Right. And somebody was like, no, they'll work for you eventually. And I said, no, they won't. And I was with a partner at the time. And I said, I promise you, it won't do anything. And I globbed out like half a gram, my whole big thumbnail full, like a glob. And just on a spoon with some peanut butter. Oh, Carissa. I was oh, drunk no. for two, not drunk. Drunk is not the right word, but like yeah. the same. Like, the floor was lava for two full days. <laughs> oh my gosh, oh. bless your heart. I got home to my mom and my youngest kid and my mom was concerned and I was concerned. Yeah, she should be. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I learned some valuable tools. That blew open my kidneys and liver, actually. So now cannabinoids work. I have a high dose tolerance. So, so I mm. want to ask you this question because it's something I've, I've, I've kind of theorized in my mind. But especially after you talked about juicing and using the, the plant. Could we, since, since cannabis has, uh, has fatty acids in it, right? Uh, or... or fats has omega-3s right omega-3s are good for helping high cholesterol could cannabis in a sense begin to help somebody that's got high cholesterol has that ever been something that's been tested or looked at is this a question for me sure theoretically it's something that we could look into and there are studies we can go to pubmed and look those up 
They're probably going to be studies that are out of different countries, which is fine. Israel and Canada do amazing work in the cannabis research department. Um, but it's a wonderful question. I would, I would back it up by saying, let's look. Well, that's my next thing I've got to figure out. <laughs> but let me, may I share this with you? I think when we're dealing with cholesterol, is it that you said cholesterol, that we're going to have to really look at everything that person is consuming oh, because, absolutely. you know, even though I am 100% cannabis, I believe cannabis can help in every situation. We also have to pay attention what else is being put in the body, mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional. That means food. That means the thought process the person's thinking. That means the relationships they're having. It's all of it. So you change all that, then yeah, we got a, we got a game plan. Completely agree. <laughs> so basically, cannabis could be a counterpart in that process in theory, I guess, right? But we'd have to go look at the studies. And I, I just, I've, I've wondered it, right? Because I'll consume it, and then I've grown. I, I think it would be interesting to try and I never thought about juicing it, uh, but I cook with it a lot. And I just, I've wondered that over time, right? So it's it's coconut oil, it's avocado oil. And I was wondering, like, gosh, could could the cannabis plant itself, like, could that actually help them with cholesterol too? I would think so because also I think it's the raw it, version, it, yes. It opens yeah. up your, your, your blood cells, right, or something that makes them larger, isn't yeah. that correct? Uh, so I would say in the raw form. If you're consuming it in the raw form, you're going to see the best benefit because that is your acids, the THCA, the THCV, you know, like CBDA, like all that is raw form cannabis. And so I would say you'd get the most benefit from that. Have you ever eaten a nug raw off of a plant before? 100%. Like a little, oh, I always. Have, Dr. Barber. I've always I've chewed it. Like I used to be a dipper. So yeah. sometimes I'll just, sometimes I just still have that. What do you crate. think they taste like? Like a young nug, a fresh nug. I've asked people this before. Have you not tasted it? No, I've had them. I like them. I just like hearing what people I'm say. Like, eat, eat weed, no, girl. I have. I do. I want to okay. hear what you say. <laughs> I guess mine wasn't yeah. like a full nug. Mine was just like. It just tastes like weed. It just tastes like Okay. So this may be grower weirdo stuff. But every grower, like, wants you to eat their weed. If they have clean weed, like, sprayers don't. Well, every, I, maybe I run with weird people. But, uh, yeah, if you eat a young nug, like, two, three, four weeks old, it tastes faintly like melon and, like, peppery or kiwi. It has the That would depend on the terpenes. Yeah. So, you get, I get that if it's a lot. melon and peppery, that's going to be caryophylline, you yeah. know. It's, I mean, depending on what the strain is, the cultivar is, it's going to taste exactly like what it's supposed to. Yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, not all weed smells the same. It's not all, not all weed is going to taste the same. Yeah, it's my like fun I game mean, with can, people like, what does this smell like to you? Like. Or do you ever dry hit a joint? Like, what does that taste yeah, like? Are, you they eat it? their yeah. smalls? Yeah, I'll throw them on salads. They're so good. I eat them when they're kind of like ready. Look, because I, I eat them when they're growers. ready. Yeah, oh, okay. So I don't keep yeah. any. I eat like, all of it, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, you're juicing leaves and all that stuff. I'm doing all of it. Yeah, as I'm cleaning out through the stages, I'm popping that stuff in my salads and. But I don't like the taste of cooked leaves. I don't think they're good. Oh, my gosh. Mm. I don't know how much time, but I have a little story. I thought I loved wheat. Y'all talking about <laughs> eating it. <laughs> I, I was, love it. Oh, my God. So I was on a club. This isn't the story I was thinking of, but I'm going to tell you, Amanda. I was in a clubhouse the other day, and it was 83,000 ways to use cannabis. And I had the mic for a very long time talking about how many ways I use cannabis. And then afterwards, I was like, I just literally told on myself, 
holy shit, you know? Did you go on your forest bubblegum rant about weed? Like, I like barbecue weed. It, pretty much like that. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for yeah. that, Krista. Um, no, but here's my story that I was going to say is I had a lot of leaves in my refrigerator for juicing purposes. And I didn't even think about it. But I grabbed, because I'm a forager as well, and I, you know, live on the land and all the good stuff. And so I just started grabbing all these herbs that I thought were going to be really great in my omelet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You see where I'm going with this. And um, so I grab a handful of leaves, and I didn't even think about it. Thank God it was Sunday. But I, <laughs> I threw those in the omelet, too, and I was high as hell for a very long time. <laughs> and sorry, can I cuss? Because I cuss a lot, by the Why way. Why not? Okay. I don't know. Let's let's ask Katie. You can cut mm. them out if you need to, but if I'm on the show, then it's probably going to be a lot of curse words. But anyhow, don't do it. Don't do it unless you're ready. Really? Well, unless you're ready. Well, and Sunday. You're I thought that was Sunday fun day. Yeah, but Come this could have. I was eating eggs like every day at that point because I was, you know, trying to rebuild a, a, t a ligament tendon joint, whatever. And uh, yeah, I, should, I just I'm glad I didn't do it on a Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, that's I like had the a stoner answer to a mimosa brunch. Yes. Like, when, when yeah. I put too much it was, it was. infused oil into yeah. the eggs, yeah, I, yeah, I get it. Yeah. But you don't think of it because it's raw form. Right. You don't think it's going to get you high like that. But it's it's the THCA that then transfers because of the heat. So the acid then becomes active and it becomes psychoactive. And you may become over more overstimulated than you thought that you were going to be because you have no way to gauge it at that point. Right? Does that yeah, make sense? It does not? make sense. So yeah. if, if you get too too crazy, Chris has this theory that you can use, and this is funny, this is what makes it funnier. <laughs> Chris says you can use pepper. Oh wow, I would not. That would intensify the high for me. Because mm -hmm. it's a it's a beta carotene and it actually like really goes deep into your cells. The reason why I know that is because I tried that shit. Oh yeah, and he says you go. just hold pepper and smell pepper and it uh it oh yeah, absolutely. I make a golden chai paste. It's full of like turmeric and black pepper. And, and it makes it go away? No, not it go away. It makes it intensify. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, that's what we were talking about. No, it intensifies. No, it's supposed to help it go away. Oh, no. So no. you're saying Chris no. is trying to make me get even crazier, huh? He probably yeah, no. was probably playing a joke on you. I think he was going to send you down the Kerouac tunnel. Yeah. And there's Pat, who's promised me a joint, and he keeps walking by. I want to meet Pat. <laughs> who is Pat? I want to meet him. Pat makes uh, XJ13. Which oh, I have me. one. Yeah, Do you want which, one? Which it's in my pocket. Of, that was my big out-of-depression. Mm. It's, like, literally in my pocket. They gave me one. Yeah, he's going to bring me. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm like, you can yeah, have yeah, it. Yeah, okay. He's going to bring it, and we'll sit down. This really try. is from them, I promise. Yes. I wasn't just giving you a random joint. No, no. It really was. I appreciate it. All right, so <laughs> where do people find you on social? Are you talking to me? Okay, so um, I'm pretty. There it is. There it is. There's, there it is. Um, so I'm pretty easy to find. It's just Dr. Pepper Hernandez across all social media platforms, whether it be TikTok or YouTube or Instagram or Facebook. La you know, it's all over. And then drpepperhernandez.com is my website. You're probably only the second person that's ever introduced their TikTok, so I'm very impressed. Well, it's not full. It's mostly my dog and some cannabis stuff, but you know, it's there. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I, I think sometimes Kush will do some TikToks. I'm a big TikToker. But, I, I love it. Yeah. I need to get more into it. 
But then I have the Cannabis Holistic Institute for anyone who's interested in becoming a student or wants to learn more about cannabis, they can go over and apply to become a new student. Yeah, we only take a handful a year, so it's a pretty it's a pretty vigorous process. Yeah, that's cool. what's the process like? They apply, and then the board members will give them a call, see if it's the right fit for them as well as us because we only choose people we want to make sure that it's going to be good for the network, meaning uh, professionals, educational professionals, health professionals, and people in the cannabis industry who are doing things right. That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. thank you. Fine. Where do people find you on social? Well, thanks. Um, I first say you should find Oklahoma Women Can Association on Instagram. Our handle is at OKWomenCan with two N's at the end. Um, and then myself, you can find on Instagram and TikTok under Groovy Grower. Uh, I'm not I'm not so great at the TikTok, but it's a lot of fun. And so I'll learn how to do it. it uh, I appreciate that. Thanks. You're all over Instagram. <laughs> I do. I fell in love I do with you on your Instagram. I fell in love with you on the gram Aww. too. Oh, and now we're real life friends. I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm so glad we're real life friends because we were both cons- like coming down on this booth on the Oklahoma Women Can booth. That's where we bumped into each other and got to be real life friends. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm on Instagram at queendree underscore 98, Twitter at adri underscore Isis. And um, you should totally follow me, especially if you like yelling at white folks, because, you know, that's what I do. Um, And then also follow Gas Station Dispensary on Instagram and come check us out. And I'm on Facebook at Nikki Weed Gossett or Instagram at Nikki Weeds with a Z. And uh, I'll go ahead and reiterate the okwomencan at gmail.com to get a hold of us. And I also want to say I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that as fabulous as all these board women are and how honored I really am to have them here, we do this for the community. We do this for everybody else. Uh, This is an an act of uh, not really sacrifice, but of giving. Uh, of ourselves to make sure that the community has the resources that they need so that they have their needs met. So thank you to the community, and we look forward to uh, making some dope collaborations. Thanks for for letting us crash your podcast and interrupt Dr. (laughs) Pepper. Yeah, super fun. You can find us at Kush Life Podcast on Instagram or on Facebook. So, Ladies, thank you so much. Thanks so much. It's been so much fun hanging out with you. I appreciate you. It's a pleasure to meet you. Yeah, you too, my Uh, friend. Is it past 4 o'clock? Oh, honey, it's past 4.20. Yeah, Yeah, it was 4.20 a minute ago. Oh, no, I was just trying to go drink another Dr. Pepper. Oh. (laughs) Get out. Have a good night, ladies. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's the Kush Life for us. Kush Life. Kush Life. Kush Life. Hey guys, let me tell you about our new happy hour. We are dropping a concentrate happy hour every evening, 7 to 10. Oh my gosh. Concentrates are going to be 20% off. All carts, all concentrates, all syringes come in 20% off, 7 to 10. Kush It's the Kush for us. Kush life. Kush life.